Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Have you ever felt fluttering or thumping in one of your ears? A sound that's not quite ringing in the ears, but seems to be happening at the same time. This may be a condition called tensor tympani syndrome. And in today's video, I will explain what that is, what are the causes, and what are the treatments. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson with treblehealth.com. If you're in need of help for tinnitus, hyperacusis, or tensor tympani, please come to treblehealth.com where you can be connected with one of our leading experts who can work with you for medical devices and other treatments. We work nationwide and are available by going to our website. Thank you so much. If you're new to this YouTube channel, please like this video if you like this topic and subscribe to the channel. Now let's talk about tensor tympani syndrome. First, what is the tensor tympani muscle. It is a muscle that connects behind the middle ear space, which connects the eustachian tube to the malleus. The malleus is one of the three smallest bones in our body. The ear contains the three smallest bones of the body, and the malleus is one of those bones that connects the eardrum eventually to the inner ear, the cochlea. When the tensor tympani muscle contracts, it can bring the eardrum in slightly. So imagine an actual drum and there's this layer of skin on top. When the eardrum and the muscle contracts, then it's bringing the eardrum in tighter. So imagine a drum and the skin on top of it just being tighter. That can change how sound is perceived to the listener. It can also change some of the acoustic properties that are happening inside of your ear canal. The function of tensor tympani is not so well understood in humans. However, we know that it increases stiffness and tightness to the system, which does limit sound to a certain degree from entering your auditory pathway. There's another muscle in this area which connects to the stapes, which is the smallest bone that goes from the middle ear bones into the cochlea of the hearing organ. And that muscle is more closely linked to protecting the ear from loud sounds. So let's imagine that you're in a very loud environment. This muscle may automatically contract to try to save some of your hearing. On top of that stapedius muscle, the tensor tympani muscle is thought to also be able to protect us from very loud sounds. When it contracts, it can protect us and reduce some of the decibel loudness levels coming into our ears. That same tensor tympani response is also thought to be part of certain physiological reactions like chewing, talking, or when we're startled, that same muscle can contract and have a similar effect of what's happening to protect the ear from loud sounds. But when I'm talking or chewing, it's not necessarily because there's loud sounds. If I'm startled, it doesn't mean there's a loud sound. The body can respond in a similar way. Tensor tympani syndrome refers to when that tensor tympani muscle is overfiring. You can think of it like a leg spasm or another muscle in your body that's twitching. Similar effect of what's happening with tensor tympani syndrome. Now, good thing is that it can be treated, it can improve. And I've seen this many times where if someone has tensor tympani issues with or alongside hyperacusis, sound sensitivity, or tinnitus ringing in the ears, that as all these symptoms improve with our treatment, that the tensor tympani contractions and spasms improve as well. 
In terms of the symptoms you may experience, that frequent contraction of that muscle may result in symptoms like thumping, clicking, or fluttering. And that can be considered what's called objective tinnitus, meaning that if there was a microphone that was very close to your eardrum, a very small microphone in a small tube, we could potentially pick up the sound inside of your ear because there's a physical cause of that sound. And that can help us diagnose tensor tympani syndrome in certain cases. This is a short break from today's video to announce the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. Do you want to learn about the newest tinnitus treatments and management tips? Click the link in the description of this video to get your free copy of the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. Other symptoms of tensor tympani syndrome may include pain or burning around the ear, a sensation of fullness in the ear, dizziness, or headaches. The symptoms of tensor tympani syndrome may be more frequent, and this is definitely what I see, more present in patients who have tinnitus or hyperacusis. And that happens because for patients with those conditions, external sounds are more likely to trigger a negative response in their psychology or from their nervous system. And that negative response, that startle response, it can create this overprotection aspect, overemphasizing that contraction element of the tensor tympani. And because of that, when you have those types of conditions, you your body is primed to be hypersensitive to sound. So it could trigger this protective mechanism. Just automatically, this isn't your choice. And if that gets out of balance and happens too often, then you could be dealing with tensor tympani syndrome. One study found that symptoms of tensor tympani syndrome were highly present in individuals with hyperacusis sound sensitivity. This is when you have sensitivity to sounds like water running, dishes clanking, certain people talking, driving in a car. Everyday sounds are just too loud doesn't necessarily spike your tinnitus, but is too loud and is causing irritation. Researchers are not clear whether the symptoms of tensor tympani syndrome seem to overlap hyperacusis or if there may be some causal relationship between the two conditions. Now let's talk about treatments available for tensor tympani syndrome. It's worth noting that although this condition can cause annoyance or distress, tensor tympani syndrome is not life-threatening. It's not a dangerous condition. It does not lead to something else if you do nothing or if you're not paying close attention to it. So that can make us feel better. It doesn't usually happen by itself. Usually it happens alongside other conditions like hyperacusis or tinnitus. Tinnitus related to tensor tympani syndrome, if you have both of those conditions at the same time, that can be managed similarly to other kinds of tinnitus that we have success with. And that's typically using sound therapy treatment devices on the ears, plus stress reduction, plus one-on-one -on -one coaching from an expert audiologist. Counseling and coping tools, including sound therapy, can be used to help provide relief from the tinnitus as well as the tensor tympani condition. And when you do both of those and you're performing that kind of strategy, it may not stop the perception of tinnitus altogether, but it can significantly reduce it over time, which is a great result. If hyperacusis is also a condition that you're dealing with, then having sound therapy treatment with devices on the ears like those from Tribal Health and professional expert counseling on what should you be doing every day and every hour to help promote this natural improvement. That is what we want to focus on. That is what we see as the best treatment available when there's hyperacusis or tensor tympani syndrome. And really the treatment for hyperacusis and tinnitus is quite similar. So if you have tensor tympani with either of those conditions, it's best to reach out to tribalhealth.com or another expert tinnitus or hyperacusis specialist so that we can help you 
talk about your treatment options, and guide you through the process. In some cases, medical treatment for tensor tympani syndrome, for example, surgery, medication, is available under the guidance of an ENT physician. And although that may be considered at this time, there is no effective treatment that's commonly used for every patient with this condition. It's typically managed by an audiologist. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson with Treble Health. Thank you for watching this video. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, share this on different forums that you typically go to. And if you think you have tensor tympani syndrome, I'd like to know. My name is Dr. Ben again, and I'll see you on the next video. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.